Hey there, Brittany here. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a special online mini training that I'm offering for free for a limited time. It's called Peace, Love, Stepmom. And not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, it's pretty freaking awesome. Peace Love Stepmom will give you the exact steps to take in order to create more harmony in your stepfamily without feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or bite your tongue or ignore your own needs just to keep the peace. Because if you are listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you know there's a big difference between not fighting and actually feeling peaceful. To enroll in Peace Love Stepmom and get immediate access to this incredible online course, head to peacelovestepmom.com and sign up. It's totally free. You don't want to miss it. So go to peacelovestepmom.com to enroll and get immediate access. Now on with the show. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail. I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all, and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hey there, beauty queen! Welcome to the queen of your castle podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lynch, and I help stepmoms live happily ever after. If you haven't already connected with me on Instagram, then please jump right on over. Find me at the step queen. Send me a little DM and say hello. I am a real person, you know, a real, I'm a real live person and I would love to get to know you. So send me a DM at the step queen. Let's chat. Now, I hope that you are ready for a little bit of a controversial episode today. A bit of controversy is a good thing, isn't it? Keeps things spicy. Now, if you're just getting to know me, then allow me to let you know in advance that people either love me or they hate me. There's really no gray area with me, which is great. And the camp that you fall into is probably going to become pretty obvious by the end of this episode. I do have one teeny tiny favor to ask though, and that is that if you decide that you hate me by the middle of the episode, just give me until the episode finishes before you finalize your decision. Like, let's not go to bed angry, okay? Listen all the way to the end, and then you can make your choice. Now, if you saw on Instagram last week at the time that this was recorded, I talked about how I got trolled. Womp womp. Yes, I got trolled. And I talked about how it just, I got thrown for just an absolute loop 
by this keyboard warrior. You know, as much work as I've done not to let the actions and words of other people affect me, this one just felt really, really bad. This one just pushed on a really, really sore place for me. It really fucked me up, to be honest. And that's okay. Feeling 100% positive and happy 100% of the time, being 100% unaffected by the opinion opinions of others, that's not real life, right? Like that's, it's not possible. So I gave myself some space to work through the feelings that this brought up for me. And I shared the way that I processed it on Instagram so that if it made sense to you, maybe you would be able to apply those same steps or ask yourself those same questions about a situation in your own life. Because let's face it, it's just can be really damn hard to come to terms with the fact that not everybody is going to like you. But something I've learned to be true is that being disliked has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the other person. Now, on that note, I didn't start Step Queen to be liked by everyone on the internet. I started Step Queen to help stepmothers save their sanity and find fulfillment and peace and intimacy in their stepfamily relationships and beyond. And a lot of the time, the way that I help might come in a form that some folks might not necessarily want to hear. And trust me, I get this on a soul level. I am the exact same way. If I'm not ready to hear something, I won't hear it. If I feel like I'm being told what to do, I will do the opposite. Number one biggest pet peeve in the world, thing that I hate the most is being told what to do. I get it. Okay. Like I get this. Sometimes, oftentimes the truth is really uncomfortable. Sometimes the breakthrough that can help us the most is going to be found in the place that we least want to look. Like for me, for example, when I was working through the opinions I had about the way my stepson should be raised, The last place, the very, 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 very last place I wanted to look was at all of my own childhood wounds, right? The last place I wanted to look was at all of these inner child wounds, sadness, heartbreak, traumas that I had left to heal. I didn't want to relive that pain. I just wanted somebody to be like, bippity-boppity-boo, here's a rule chart that'll fix everyone right up and poof, happily ever after. But alas, that is not how it works, not in the slightest. And so that's why it's my job to help you get really clear on the truth, because the truth will set you free. So corny, but it's so true. All right, now. What is this polarizing opinion of mine that I'm about to share? What is this divisive stance that's having the keyboard warriors coming in hot? Now, remember I asked you a little bit earlier to promise me that you would stay until the end of the episode. It's because when I first say this thing, 
you might instantly feel the need to be like, this bitch wants me to suck it up and just suffer in silence. Well, F her and beep this and beep. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm I'm asking is just to hear me out. And this is how I would have reacted if I listened to this episode seven years ago. So I'm just being myself in the past. Now, I want to let you in on this mistake that I'm seeing. It hurts me to see it because it's doing so much harm and people think it's a good, healthy thing to do, but it's not. Hey, it's not. It's so, so, so not healthy. Now, I, I did that thing that I always regret, silly old me, and I went into some of those nasty stepmom online forums to take a peek around to see what everyone was talking about. And I saw evidence of how absolutely destructive this little strategy is. I saw mountains and mountains and mountains of evidence of how this specific way of dealing with stepfamily problems is probably, in fact, one of the absolute worst ways you can deal with your stepfamily problems. Any guesses? You might already know what I'm going to say. It's venting. Okay? It's venting about your problems. Venting about your problems is literally the worst thing that stepmoms can do about their problems. Now, before you burn me at the stake and go making up a bunch of stories about what I mean about that and what I mean about you and what I mean about everything, I first just want you to ask yourself this question. Go ahead and bring to mind a problem that you have vented about in the past. It can be a problem in your stepfamily, a problem at work, a problem with your mom, whatever. Now, I want you to ask yourself, after after you vented about that problem, aside from feeling a little bit better because you let off some steam and let out some anger and frustration and hurt, Aside from that temporary feeling of a bit of relief, right? Did the actual act of venting do anything about solving the problem? Or were you left with the exact same problem that you had before you started venting? You just felt a little tiny bit better for a couple seconds. If you're like most stepmoms, then I'm going to go ahead and assume that venting did not do anything about actually solving the problem. If it was really true that venting was a good solution to stepfamily problems, if venting was really, truly helpful, then why do you think that so many folks tend to find themselves venting about the same problems over and over and over and over again? Like venting is honestly just a gentle word for complaining. And why do people complain? People complain because they feel powerless. People complain because they feel like their hands are tied. They feel like they have no control of the outcome. People complain because they feel like that's all they can do. 
but please hear me when I say this. You are strong and capable and worthy and deserving of a life that you love. Is it realistic to expect that hard times will never show up? Absolutely not. But if you got a flat tire, okay, say you got a flat tire, would you rather be like me and complain that the tire was flat and complain about how I was late for my Brazilian and complain about having to pay for my missed appointment? Or would you rather be like my husband, Seamus, who could fix that flat tire in three minutes and have me on the road and on the table, cheeks spread just in the nick of time? Life sucks sometimes. Like I fucking get it. Trust me. And yes, sometimes it feels so good to gossip. Sometimes it feels so good to complain about the hellfire that is stepmotherhood. Sometimes it feels so good to complain about that hellfire that you're walking through on behalf of your partner. Like it feels good to be validated. It feels good to be recognized, to be fucking seen, to be seen for all the shit that we put up with. But venting isn't going to save your marriage and it isn't going to save your sanity. And it is sure as shit not going to build up your intimacy. Inside of your stepmom story, which if you don't already know, is the best online healing and support community for stepmoms facilitated by yours truly. Inside of the stepmom story, we have a no venting policy. We process our feelings. We talk about our experiences. We hold space for anger and brokenheartedness and disgust and contempt. All of that is safe. All of that is allowed. It's encouraged. But the space that happens within has an intention of figuring out a solution. Venting is about how other people have wronged you. Venting is about assigning blame. Venting is about resigning yourself to the fact that there's nothing to be done except complain. Accountability, on the other hand, is about discovering what you are prepared to do to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Accountability is about loving yourself, valuing yourself, prioritizing your well-being enough that you place your needs above keeping other people's feelings protected. And accountability is fucking hard. It takes growth. It takes honesty. It takes courage. It takes vulnerability. It takes owning up to your own humanness when it would be so much easier to cast blame and point the finger and make everybody else responsible for the way that you're feeling. But the solutions lie in accountability. Now, I can't tell you how to live your life. After all, I truly believe that you are the expert of your own life, which means that if you choose to vent, then who am I to stop you? But I will invite you to take a look around over the next few days and watch your friends or your family members or your work colleagues closely. Not to judge them, but get really curious. Observe. Okay? Notice. 
Notice the energy that comes with venting. Notice how it feels in your body when you are in the presence of somebody who is complaining. Notice the intention behind blaming. Like you don't have to call anyone out on anything. Like in fact, please don't please don't call people out on anything. But sometimes it's a lot easier to observe certain traits or habits in other people and then ask ourselves the question, do I share any similarities here? Yes or no? Is that aligned for me? Yes or no? Right? It's not about judgment and and shame and being bad or good. It's just questions, curiosity. At the end of the day, I really truly do understand that we vent because stepmomming can be so bloody frustrating. I understand that we vent because we really don't know what the hell else to do. We vent because everybody does it. We vent because experts will encourage it. But I just hope that you know now that when the time comes for you that you are ready to trade the venting option in for the problem-solving option There's a whole community of reformed venters waiting to welcome you with open arms because all of you is welcome. Your anger, your jealousy, your insecurity, your hopes, your dreams, your successes, all of your experience is welcome. All of your humanness is welcome. And accountability might feel so much harder in the beginning but you get to choose your heart. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back here next week. Same place, same time. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world is needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week. For more behind-the-scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend. <laughs>